Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful mask rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Pete Stanton, owner of the Red Dog Cafe in the town of Rondo, rode at dawn to a cabin in the wild hills, eight miles to the east of the town. There, far from the known trails, he met with his brother, Jay Stanton, and a man named Larry Daggett. They had been waiting for him since the previous night. Pete Stanton, inside the shack, looked at the men. Are you fellas ready to set out for Lebanon? Say, what's the matter? What's up between you two? Pete, I'm ready to go, but Larry has other ideas. Oh, he has, has he? What kind of ideas, Larry? Well, it's about the money we'll get when we rob that bank in Lebanon this morning. Why don't we just split it after we get back here instead of burying it in the ground under the cabin? I'd like to head back for Texas again, Pete. Are you crazy? We hightailed out of Texas because the law was starting to get wise to us down there. Oh, yeah, I now, know. Now, let me finish. Jay and I have been doing mighty well with that cafe in Rondo. We aim to stay there after we rob this bank. We, and this includes you, Larry, 
We're going back to Rondo and act like nothing's happened. That's why I planned the job this way. We bury the loot here for maybe a month and go about our business in Rondo like we always do. That way no one will get suspicious. But we're going to Lebanon now. Are you coming with us? Yes or no? Uh, all right, Peter, I'm coming. Let's start. The bank robbery proceeded smoothly as planned. Get up, get up, get up, come on, get up, come on. The three crooks masked rode away from Lebanon before anyone in that sleepy cow town was aware that a robbery had been committed. They buried the money in the dirt under the floor of their cabin in the hills and sped back to Rondo with no one aware that they had been away. Sheriff Fleming, after searching and asking questions in Lebanon and Rondo, both in his vast county, learned nothing. Later, a reward of $5,000 was offered for the capture of the bank robbers and the return of the stolen money, but no one claimed the reward. At the end of a month, Larry Daggett, who according to plan had remained aloof from Pete and Jay Stanton, cornered the brothers in their Red Dog Cafe. Hey, Pete, you said we split the money in a month. It's over a month now. We were just talking about that. Larry, what do you say if we wait three days more? Then if things are still quiet, we'll sneak out to the shack for the payoff. I promise you that. Two nights later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto camped in the hills outside Lebanon. The following morning, Tonto rode into the town to learn, if possible, what progress the sheriff had made in tracking down the bank robbers. Oh, scum. Oh, fella. Easy scum. Tonto returned that afternoon and reported everything he had heard. Sheriff Fleming had made an intensive search around Lebanon with no results. His investigation in Rondo had been equally futile. But from the conclusions Tonto reached, the lawman still suspected the crooks had used that town as headquarters. Sheriff, go back to Rondo this morning. Take posse with them. Going to look around there again, huh? I'd say that's a good idea. Tonto, I think we'll go to Rondo. Maybe we'll be able to help the sheriff. We should make it by early evening. Easy, easy. It's gone easy, fellow. At that moment, in the mountains eight miles east of Rondo, prospector Will Gorman prepared to call it a day. His search for gold had been fruitless as usual. As he packed his digging tools, he talked to his mule, Sadie Boy, as if the animal were human. Oh, it's no use, Sadie Boy. We're wasting our time. Go ahead and laugh, but it's no laughing matter. No laughing matter at all. I hate to go back to my cabin. I hate to look into the eyes of my wife and see the sickness and fear that's in them. She needs a good doctor, Sadie Boy, more than anything in the world. Poor Anne. I can't even afford to give her or Denny the right kind of food. When I do find a small nugget or a few grains of gold, I use most of it to drown my sorrows down at the Red Dog Cafe. No wonder I hate to go back and face them tonight and every night. But come on, let's start moving, Sadie boy. A short time later, Will Gorman, leading his mule, headed through a clump of underbrush and started along a trail, which was, he thought, known only to him. Come on, come on. Then as the trail came into the open and curved along the top of a wooded hollow, 
He saw a horseman ride down into the depression from the other side and disappear among the trees. Will Gorman stopped short. Oh, shady boy, oh, doggone, did you see that? First time I ever saw anybody but us up around these parts. And that man who rode down there was... Shady boy, he didn't see us. I couldn't make out his face too good, but I could have sworn that was Pete Stanton. Hush your fool mouth, will you? I'm going to tie you up here a while. I'm going to circle around to that place where he rode down. Then I'm going to do some nosium. I'd like to find out what it is that brings Pete Stanton up here. If it is Pete Stanton, maybe he's found gold. <laughs> Never mind the comment now. Just shut your trap while I find out things. Will Gorman circled around the hollow to the spot where he had seen the rider descend. Walking cautiously down through the brush, he came to a spot he had never known existed. An open area with a shack in the center of it. There were three horses in front of the place. Oh, gone. I'm going to sneak down to that window and find out what's going on in there. Dog gone. Inside the cabin, Pete Stanton found his brother Jay waiting with Larry Daggett. Did I have a hard time sneaking out of town to get here? Oh, what happened? Sheriff Fleming and a posse rode in from Lebanon just as I was about to leave. I had to ride out of town in the other direction, circle around this way and... Pete, I'm not interested in that part. All I'm interested in is my share of the money we took from the Lebanon bank. Jay and I dug up the bag. It's here on the table. Let's divide it so I can start back for Texas. All right, Larry. I made you a promise, so I'll keep it. I'll do the dividing. Let me have that first stack of bills, Jay. Yeah, here. I'll start with you, Jay. These are hundreds. Ready? All right. Two for Jay, two for me, one for Larry. Two for Jay, two for me, one for Larry. Hey, stop right there. Let go of my wrist, Larry. I'll let go and you tell me what kind of game you're playing. What's this two for Jay, two for me, and one for Larry stuff? One for Larry. What's the idea? The idea, Larry? What it always was. Jay and I get two shares of the money and you get one. After all, Larry, you only acted as lookout. Pete and I took the chances. We did the work. Oh, are you dirty double-crossing coyotes? Larry, I admit... I'm going to kill you, Pete. I'm going to kill both of you. Larry, let go of his throat if you don't... You what? My throat. I'm going to kill both of you, I said, right now. Larry, don't don't shoot. I'm going to get you right now. Beat him to the draw, Pete. Hey... He's dead, Jay. You killed him. Outside the cabin, Will Gorman witnessed to the killing turned from the window in sheer panic and ran with shaking legs back through the trees, circling back to the spot where he had left his mule. Inside the cabin, Pete and Jay Stanton, both tense, gazed at the body of Larry Daggett. I had to kill him, Pete. He asked for it. He almost choked me to... Jay, did you hear that? Yeah, it came from outside that window. Sound like somebody running. Well, don't stand there. Let's see. Come on. Minutes later, Pete and Jay Stanton emerged from the brush. There was no sign of anyone up there. It was so dark among those trees, you couldn't see anyway. I tell you, it was just an animal, Pete. Well, I hope it was. Jay, let's get out of here at once. Go inside and get the money. Bring it right out, and we'll ride back to town. An hour later, as they rode to town, the Stanton brothers saw a man riding on the road in front of them. He was on a mule, and he turned off the trail, riding towards a cabin high on an incline. 
They reined their horses. Oh, 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 oh. Pete, look, that fella came from the same direction we did. He was on the road ahead of us. <laughs> Can't you tell who that is? That's that old galoot, Will Gorman. You thinking that maybe he was the one we heard outside the cabin? Well, why not? He's always prospecting up around Knob Peak. And that's not too far from where the shack is. You're getting nervous, Jay. That's bad. I'm getting nervous because maybe somebody saw what happened with Larry. Suppose it was Gorman. Do all the supposing you want. I don't think it was. If you do, right after him, find out. I'm taking this money and getting it back to the cafe. You want to question Gorman? I... I don't know. He's a harmless fellow, but... Pete, I admit it, I am nervous. I don't want to take any chances. I'm riding up to Will Gorman's place. He's almost there now, you see. I'm going to talk to him. Go ahead if it makes you feel better. I'll get back to town and see what the sheriff's been up to. But, Jay, be careful. You'll be making a mistake if you ask questions that aren't necessary. I'll be careful, all right. If he saw us, he'll give himself away. I know how to handle this. I'm going, Pete. See you later. Get up there! Jay Stanton dismounted away from the cabin where Will Gorman had entered. When he arrived at the door of the house, he stopped to listen to the voices inside. Ann Gorman, Will's wife, was crippled. She and their 10-year-old son, Dennis, who stood beside her chair, watched anxiously as Will Gorman paced the floor. Will, what's the matter with you? You came in here like the devil himself was after you. You didn't even say hello to Denny. What's wrong? Yes, Pop, what's wrong? And, and I just saw a murder. A murder? Well, you, you don't mean it. I do mean it, Anne. I saw Larry Daggett get killed in the place up in the hills. Oh. I saw it happen. And I know who it was that killed him. Oh, Will, how terrible. Why, you must go and tell the sheriff about it. That's what I've been debating with myself about. But it's what I gotta do, I guess. Well, sure you do, Pop. You gotta tell the sheriff. Who was it that killed the man, Pop? Uh, it was Jay... <gasps> I did it, that's who. Jay Stanton had covered his face with a bandana and crashed into the cabin, gun drawn. Will Gorman, if you don't want to die right here in front of your family, you'll not say another word. Now put up your hands and walk out of this cabin ahead of me. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue. 
Anne Gorman, unable to move from her chair, watched in wild-eyed horror as Jay Stanton, his face covered, pushed her husband toward the door. Dennis, Gorman's son, after a moment of paralyzing fear, suddenly ran at the gun-wielding crook. Don't you shoot my pop! Give me that gun! Why, you... The boy's grasp tore the shirt sleeve of the masked crook as Jay Stanton pulled away. Well, you little catamount, I'll show you. Don't hit him, don't you? Get back! You hit him! You hit my pop! You... You knocked Will unconscious. Yeah, and while he's out, I'll take care of the boy. Come on. Jay Stanton's tattooed arm tensed under his badly torn shirt sleeve as he pulled Dennis Gorman to the side of the cabin. He removed a rope which hung on the wall and despite the lad's struggles, managed to coil this around the boy's body. Then using all his strength, he tied the hands and ankles of Dennis, paying no attention to the mother's frenzied protests. He ended by placing a gag in the boy's mouth. No, you don't. There, that holds you, young'un. I didn't want to hurt you, but you made me. So stay there. You, you horrible beast. To do that, why, you're, you're worse than a... Now, what are you doing? I'm carrying your husband away from here. So as we can have a little talk. Oh, no. We're going to my hideout. At the hideout cabin, Jay Stanton placed the prospector's inert form on the floor, away from the body of Larry Daggett. Then he used rope once more to bind the man who was still too weak to struggle. A few minutes later, he rode away. Boy, get up. The Lone Ranger and Toto, nearing the town of Rondo, had passed no streams within the past few hours. Now riding the main trail, they saw a small cabin away from the side of the road on top of an incline. They slowed their horses. Easy, boy. Easy, scout. Easy, fella. Unaware that the cabin above was that of Will Gorman. Otto, suppose we ride up to that house. Our horses need water badly. Sure we'll be able to get some up there. Come on, sir. As they dismounted near the cabin, they heard a woman scream. Otto, something's wrong inside. Come on. Uh-huh. Inside, Dennis Gorman lay on the floor, bound and gagged. Anne Gorman, who had tried to move from the chair to help him, explained her plight. Help him. Please help him. I tried, but I just came. I see why you can, ma'am. Sit back in your chair. Tonawa got the ropes off the boy. Uh-huh. Me do You're it. You're masked, too. Who are you? A friend, believe me. Sit back now and don't be frightened. I'll explain another time why I wear this mask. Right now, please tell me what happened here. Anne Gorman, encouraged by the Lone Ranger's manner, told everything. Young Dennis, freed by Tonto and excited anew, waited as his mother finished talking. Will said the name of the man who killed Larry Daggett was Jay. He never did get to say the killer's last name because that's when the man came in and... and took Will away and did this to Danny. Knocked out Pop first, but I grabbed him and I tore his sleeve. Tore his sleeve? Where's the material from it? Oh, no, he didn't tear it that much. I tore it enough to see his arm, though. It was tattooed. Tattooed? Are you sure, Denny? I didn't notice. Well, I'm sure. He had a flower or something on his arm, and there's a rope or something around it. I didn't see what it was exactly, but it was like that. I'll tell the sheriff as soon as we get to him. But the sheriff's not in Rondo. Yes, you're right. I'd forgotten about that. His office is in Lebanon. It takes long time to ride there now. Much too long if we want to make sure that Will Gorman doesn't die, Toto. But what can you do if you don't go to the sheriff? Right now, there's only one thing. Toto and I must go to Rondo and learn everything possible about Larry Daggett and any man whose first name is Jay. All right, Toto, let's start. We've no time to waste. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. 
On the outskirts of Rondo, the Lone Ranger stopped, removed his mask, and quickly donned the disguise of a rancher. Otto, you go to the cafe. Mix in with the men around the place and learn what you can. I'll go to whatever stores are open and to the doctors. I'll meet you at the east end of the main street an hour after we get to town. The Lone Ranger and Tonto entered Rondo and went about their investigation at once. The owner of the general store volunteered immediate information. Larry Daggett? Sure I know him. Him and the rest of his kind carry around the Red Dog Cafe. The Red Dog Cafe, eh? Perhaps I'd better inquire about him over there. you probably find him there, playing cards with his pals Pete and Jay Stanton and Lefty Miller. Wait, you, uh, you said Jay Stanton. Uh, who's he? His brother Pete owns the Red Dog. Bad pair, those two. Hey, hey, where are you going? I thought you wanted to know something. You told me all I want to know. Thanks. Still in disguise, the Lone Ranger went to the Red Dog Cafe. After holding a drink untouched in his hands for a while, he questioned the barkeep. I just arrived in town tonight. I'm looking for Larry Daggett. Is he around? Larry? Nope. Haven't seen him tonight. Is uh, Jay around? Jay Stanton? Yeah. Well, he was. Oh, here he is. I didn't see you, Jay. This fellow was Move down the other end of the bar, Red. All right. I heard you asking questions, mister. Oh, hello, Jay. Uh, looking for Larry Daggett. How are you? Where do you know him from? Who are you? Well, my name doesn't matter. I, I used to know Larry in the Indian territory. Get out of here. Nobody knows Larry Daggett around here. Never heard of him. Now, come on, get out. None of that, mister. Get your hands away. The Lone Ranger's blow sent Jay Stanton crashing to the floor. He ignored the shouts of dismay and the three men who were coming towards him, fists ready. Instead, he knelt beside Jay and pulled up Stanton's sleeve. A tattoo. Black snake around a red rose. This is the man, all right. Hey, what are you trying to do? Stand up before we... But before you what? Move forward another step and I'll drill all of you. Look at that draw. He means it. Yes, I mean it. Now stand right where you are until I get out of here. The first man who comes through that door into the street will get a dose of lead. Calling the surprised mob, the disguised Lone Ranger backed into the street. Then he turned and sprinted to the end of the street where Tonto was waiting. He gave the Indian no time to speak. Tonto, get back to the Red Dog Cafe. There's a man on the floor there unconscious. Find out what he does or where he goes. I'm changing my clothes meanwhile and I'll not be long. Uh -huh. A short time later, the Lone Ranger, wearing his mask once more, found Tonto waiting in the shadows near the Red Dog Cafe. The Indian led him to the rear of the building and pointed to a window there. Man, you want me watch in there. Him talk fast with other man. The man would be his brother, I think. That must be the office. Tonto, I wrote a note after I changed my clothes. Take it into the cafe. Addressed to Jay Stanton. Make sure it's delivered to him here. Uh, me take it. Kimasabi. And what you'll do? I'll be at the window, watching and listening. A few minutes later, in Pete Stanton's office, the bartender, Red, delivered a note to Jay Stanton. This for you, Jay. An engine left it, threw it on the bar, and it run out. Huh? Let's see what this is. Why that? Jay, what's the matter? What does the note say? Pete, it. It's from Will Gorman. Gorman? I thought you said you left him tied up at the hideout. I did, tight. I don't see how he could get away. But Pete, he says, here, listen to this. He says he's riding to Lebanon for the sheriff. He says he's going to tell the sheriff all about the murder of Larry Daggett and everything else. And that means he'll tell him that you have the bank money here. There's something strange about that note. Hmm? 
If Will Gorman escaped and wanted the sheriff to take us, why would he write a note to tell us? He'd try to surprise us. Another thing, why would he come to Rondo and have an Indian deliver the note? Uh, Red. Yeah, boss? You've listened to what we said. You're in on this uh, now. I am? Is that right about Larry being killed? Yeah, it happened up in the hideout. You know where it is? The hideout? Well, sure, I've been up there, remember? Yeah. But can you find your way there alone? Well, yeah. Out east along the main trail, turn off the cut below Knob Peak and ride till you come to the two notched oak trees. Ride between them through the brush and down into the hollow. The cabin's there. I know where it is. Sure you do. All right, then, Red. Jay left Will Gorman tied up in the cabin there. You go there now. Don't bother going, Red. Hey, what? The sheriff will do that. Raise your hands, the three of you. The masked man, he was outside listening. Yes, and I heard everything. Otto, come in. Tie these men up. What's this all about? It's about murder and robbery. We're going to bind your wrist, gag you, and march you into the stable at the rear of this place. Then we'll tie your ankles and leave you there until we locate the sheriff. Sheriff, what are you getting him for? To arrest you for murder, Jay, and to take the Lebanon bank money. Tonto located the sheriff's camp, led the lawman and his posse to town, where the Lone Ranger told his story and handed over the prisoners. The sheriff searched Pete Stanton's office and found the Lebanon bank loot in a safe. Pete Stanton shrugged. All right, Sheriff. Thanks to the fake note the masked man sent us, you know everything. I knew it couldn't be from Gorman, and yet I talked. So take us to the jailhouse, huh? Later, Stanton. You and your brother are coming along with us now. We'll need you to lead us to your hideout. The masked man will ride with us, too, and he'll make sure you don't take us on any wild trails. Come on. The group of riders found the hideout cabin shortly after dawn. Will Gorman was freed, and the body of Larry Daggett gave Sheriff Fleming his last bit of evidence. We have a corpus delicti now. This approved murder. I didn't murder him. It was self-defense. Tell that to the jury, then. You think I almost let you fellas get away after questioning you about that bank robbery? Sheriff, you'll not need Todd on me any longer. Oh, but you can't leave. You've got to collect the $5,000 for catching these crooks and for locating the money. No, I don't, Sheriff. Will Gorman found the hideout and found them with the money just before they killed Daggett. What I did was merely follow up. Will, the reward is yours. But, but it isn't. Yes, it is. Use it to get a specialist for your wife. She needs one. Help your boy, too. Sure. Sure, I'll do everything you say. But first, let me... Let... Oh, wait, wait, stranger, I want to thank you. No, it's no use, Will. Let him go. He doesn't want thanks. His reward comes from helping others. You and I and the bank people all have reason to thank him. But by the time we'd finished telling him how we felt, he, he could be off helping somebody else somewhere. And he will be. Because, you see, Will, he's the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.